Last time on Danger Town. Last we left you all, Brom was coming out uh, under a under a full moon, and he told you that he wanted to join you. So uh, does so, he look bigger, hairier, angrier, growlier? Brom looks exactly like the same Brom you've seen, uh, except he's he's got a little bit more determination in his eyes. I can't sit around doing nothing here. I need to go somewhere. I need to do something. And you four seem like you're doing good things in the world. Literally the first person to ever tell us that. You've touched me. I have. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, let's. Will, will you have me? Oh my God. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Stop. As a member of your party. <laughs> that too. All right, yeah, welcome, bud. Where should we start? The group reunited with Brom, band together, set on speaking with the governess of Ravenwood. You see Audra Lightfoot, uh, she's this very peppy little halfling, uh, and she's wearing a, like, a full, well-cut suit. Oh, you six, what are you doing here? I say six, because you've got a dog with you. Hey, dog. I'd like to pet my dog. This is Mr. Barkson. Barkson, this is the, the governess. Governess. What brings you to the offices today? There, this this young man tried to rob us last night. Though the problem is, he came from this settlement that apparently you aren't helping. Ah, Gondrier. He says that the other dwarves there have all been possessed by yes. some sort of evil. Well, since uh, since the six of you seem to be inquiring about this, uh, I actually I do have a bit of a budget for it, but I don't have any manpower, so I could offer you each uh, seventy-five gold. For each of the six of you, including Mr. Barkson. Donk. All I need is for you to go to Red Mountain, and check in with the guard, and make sure that nothing is afoot. Bolstered by Aldra's support, they set out for their journey. Aldra waves you as you uh, as you head out of the office of the governess. Welcome back to Danger Town. Welcome to episode six of Danger Town. My name is Austin. I'll be your dungeon master. Uh, we are a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons real play podcast. Basically, just means we play D and D and we record it. Uh, so the uh, the adventurers are about to head to Red Mountain, uh, where they have heard there is uh, there's some freaky stuff going on. Before we get started with uh, this episode, there's actually some exciting news. The adventurers have leveled up to level three. Uh, oh so, yeah. yeah! I forgot about that. Uh, go ahead and tell us what's uh, what you got at level three. So at level three, I chose my archetype as Gloomstalker. So I have uh, Umbral Sight now, which means I have dark vision up to like ninety feet. Um, I have Dread Ambusher, which means on my first turn of contact uh, combat, I get uh, plus ten to my movement, and then I get also get an extra attack that gets plus one d eight damage to it. Um, and also when I'm like in the dark people with dark vision can't even see me so i'm like invisible wait what about superior dark vision still can't see me superior dark vision just is an increased range it's not better at seeing in the dark you still can't see me i'm invisible guess what bitch i'm behind you with a knife <laughs> <laughs> all right uh valentine uh so yeah i picked my archetype uh 
I'm officially on paper a jester now. Uh, I am the College of Satire, which is from uh, Unearthed Arcana. Uh, I got some skills, got some expertises, uh, and I got uh, Tumbling Fool, which means that as a bonus action, I can simultaneously dash, disengage, gain a climb speed, and gain resistance to falling damage. So you can run the hell away from anyone. Or two, you know. Uh, I'm versatile like that. Uh, oh, and a lot of the uh, a lot of the subclasses that we're using are from uh, Xanthar's Guide to Everything, or Xanathar's. I've been pronouncing that wrong forever. It's, um, it's, it's pronounced Xanthar's. The A is silent. Really? It's actually Xanthar's. It's a B. Just like... <laughs> it's a B. <laughs> it's got three silent Bs in it, just like <laughs> Hilda. Uh, but yeah, so... Um, so for Valentine, uh, he's using an Unearthed Arcana, but the rest, uh, the rest of the party is using Xanthar's. Uh, so Swanson, what's up? What's up with you? <laughs> Not much. Just hanging out. Oh, that's good. That's good. So, uh, so what's uh, what'd you get at level three? Uh, let's see. At level three, I forget. I have to look. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, Mika. Oh uh, man, why do I have to go next? Hey Mika, what? Uh, because you're the only one left. Uh, so tell me, uh, what's new at level three, and then if uh, you bought anything on your on your way out of Ravenwood here. So I got to pick my path for my barbarian, and I got a path of the ancestral guardian, which basically means the drow that I pray to is becomes an ancestral protector. So while raging, he appears and flips people off and basically <laughs> keeps foes focused on me so they don't attack my friends got it and i also have three three rages now instead of two i got three angry moments and we all learned that my sickle sucks so i've renamed my sickle sickle suck it and i'm going to buy a new weapon did you decide what you wanted yet nope because i don't have a thing in front of me to look at i forgot what the melee weapons were what's uh what are your proficiencies i'm proficient in i think She's proficient in pretty much everything as a barbarian. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh-huh. You could, for 30 gold, for like all your money, uh, you could get a great axe. Not just an okay axe. Like, that axe is great. Oh, I just I was waiting for you. Is that... Oh my god, that's perfect. <laughs> okay, I'm getting dead axe dough. Okay. Are you calling it? Are you calling it dead axe dough? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Swanson, uh, are you all caught up? Uh, uh, I'm a swashbuckler. That's that's what I'm am now at level three. Creatures I attack get no opportunity attack, and when I'm dueling, I can do a sneak attack. Oh, that's awesome! So just like when you're fighting one on one with someone, you get to use sneak attacks. Yeah. Oh, so sorry, everyone. Uh, everybody, including Swanson, sort of forgot about the actual sneak attack mechanic he he of was being a rogue. A rogue. Yeah. Well, no, he was still he was still trying to be a rogue. He was still like, hey, let's sneak up to the tower instead of shooting, and everyone's like, we're just gonna shoot. I snuck up to the tower, okay? But the barbarian but, shouldn't be sneaking. But, uh, no, we, we totally forgot. All right, so is there anything else you all want to do while you're still in Ravenwood? Barring like, barring any old mystic women that I come across now. All right. Uh, Brom does come along with you, and Brom gets a uh, gets a great axe. You know? Oh. Oh, we got to oh, compare. Of course he oh. does. What a charming lumberjack, man. I whispered a response, and you know, I heard. Werewolves tend to prefer great axes. You know, I don't really think that that's true. And 
we should probably drop the werewolf thing because every time we bring it up, he just gets mad and it just puts more space between us and him. In between you guys wanting to bang him, you mean. Excuse me, this is a private conversation? There's no privacy in a D&D party. What does that mean? What are those words you just said? How'd you make that sound with your mouth? I, I think she means, uh, just destruction, destruction and domineering? Domination? What? I don't know. Maybe that's what, what she's into in her spare time. Oh my D&D God. parties. Dogs and dogs. Dogs <laughs> and dogs. Uh, and with that, with that, I want to talk to Brahm about his great axe. <laughs> All right, guys, go for it. Brahm, where'd you get your great axe and does it have a name? I I bought it with my with the money I have left. If I'm going to go out with you on adventures, I I should have a good weapon. Yeah, I know, but does it have a name? No. No. I walk away. Its name is Captain Choppy. <laughs> <laughs> when he's like not paying attention, I'm like painting it on the handle. <laughs> and like <laughs> I've already named it like when he bought it, like I was like looking like, "Oh, Okay. Go ahead, go ahead and roll okay. a stealth check for me on that. Yeah, I could do that. Oh my god! A twenty-four. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Brahms, Brahms' great axe uh, now has Mister Choppy on it. In uh, what what color Captain do you want the, the paint to be? Um, it's gonna be a dark green. Right on the handle, uh, in dark green, there's a uh, Mister Choppy in quotes. That's perfect. Uh, seeing what what Trax did to uh, Brahms. Great axe. I request a similar inscription on mine. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, Mika, what do you want? That axe dough. That axe dough. All right. Squad. <laughs> um, paint it up nice. I do like some little like designs on the edges. Or blood. Or blood. Could you use blood paint? No, no, I'm sorry. I'm fresh out. Oh. <laughs> and we'll not be getting it back in stock. <laughs> Is there anything else you all want to do before you leave Ravenwood? I'm, like, conflicted on whether or not Barkson should come. Like, if this is going to be a dangerous thing, like, I don't want my poor child to be injured. Is there, like, a kennel in, in Ravenwood yeah. that what, you can put him what, up in? You, why would you leave Mr. Barkson in a well, kennel? Well, I mean, I don't want him to get, get murderized. I'm not going to get murderized. I will protect Barkson with my life and my axe. Maybe a nice, uh, nice farm in the perimeter no, don't Red. say that. That's what parents tell their children when their dog dies. Don't know. Uh, Brom does offer for Samuel to stay at the Tipsy Troll. I think there'll be a bar dog. Just sits on the stool, looking people up and down. He checks everyone's IDs. <laughs> That's amazing. The world's most adorable bouncer. He, he, he doesn't know what they mean. He just kind of looks at them and barks. <laughs> but people would be honest because you're not going to lie to a sweet dog's face. One bark for come in, two barks for go away. Yeah. What is the drinking age in, in Tarawin? I don't think there's a drinking age. There's just drinking. I think they probably turn away obvious children, but that's about it. There's, there's no mothers against drunk caravanning? No. What? Madka. Madka? They couldn't. They couldn't come up with something that would flow smoother. Is too important to make the reference. Oh, mother against drunk dungeoning. Oh my god! There you go. Dungeoneering. Ha <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, so, are we leaving the city? Are we leaving the city yet? Yeah. I think it's time. Roll out. Which gate are we leaving through? Yeah, which gate? I mean, there's only two choices. I thought there were more. Unless we want to go out through the river and down that waterfall. 
looks a little gnarly, but could be fun. I like waterfalls. River rafting. But don't go chasing don't them. Don't go chasing them. Water. I suspect it's going to be the East Gate. I'll put a goal down on it being the East Gate. Can I just I'll put take, a goal down goal? on it being the West Gate. All I right. Will it's a I, can deal. I, I'll hold both your golds. No. no. We won't get it back. Meanwhile, I'm looking up Mad logo so I can do a Mothers Against Drunk Engineering. <laughs> Nice. Beautiful. I like it. This is how I spend my time, so I don't wiggle. So if you take a look in roll 20, uh, I'm okay. sharing a map with you. Uh-huh. There you go. Oh. A, a map of Tarawin with some of our uh, some of our current locations. And nice. your objectives are actually marked on there. Those red mountains look uh, look pretty easternly to me. Yeah, oh my you're God. definitely going to be leaving out the east gate. Son uh, of a bitch. And then to the south, there's also Talbot, which you know is uh, covered with too many trolls. Oh, I didn't realize it was that far. Yeah, well, Red Mountain's definitely a trek. We're going on a quest. Okay. I'm going to keep my child safe. Are you going to be leaving Samuel L. Barkson behind? Yeah, I'm just so worried about taking him and then something happening to him. I think that's fair. And I feel like a bar dog is kind of like, sounds like destiny. Especially because I do own a bar, so it's like... He's doing his apprenticeship right now, and then when we go back to home, to my home, he'll be already ready to be a bar dog and join Fionardo and Lenjamin. What? What? <laughs> I like how they have all these, like, intricate foreign names, and they're Samuel L. Barkson. Talk about 30-second, like, backstory. Okay. That wasn't, wasn't 30-second backstory. You got literally nothing from that. Um, and he's the mascot for Mothers Against Drunk Engineering, so it makes sense. That was a good RP. Uh, Trax, go ahead and take a point of inspiration if you don't already Fuck have yeah. one. Scott, you made sure to deduct that gold from your inventory, right? You know what? I'll deduct it when I'm good and ready. Okay. <laughs> I like my gold, please. I like look, I honor look. my handshake bets. You know what? You didn't give me a handshake. I put my hand out, and you didn't give me a handshake. You you put big Valentine in my hand. That's not the same. Ooh, that sounds gross. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something. I don't know how to feel about that one. You got your gold now. You happy? You got yeah. your gold now. I yeah. took it off my sheet, you son of a bitch. Uh, by the way, did anyone grab holy water on the way out? I feel like that Why? could be useful. That's That sounds like a you thing. I mean, we're going, there's, there's possessed peoples. I feel like holy water could come in handy. I mean, you're not wrong. As usual. Grab it. Okay, I'll fight you. What? 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 <laughs> so, you're so hostile today, Swanton. You too like close to, to Mika's gold. room or something? Uh, I didn't get very much sleep last night. <sighs> it's a 10-day journey to Red Mountain from Ravenwood. The Great Valley of Tarawin is relatively tamed, uh, and it can be traveled without much fear of monsters. But you do know that once you get into the mountains, it might be a little bit more likely. Are there any particular traveling arrangements you make, or are you just riding on horseback the whole time, or how do you want to do that? I feel like we would just go on horseback, right? Well, right, yeah. Oh, I should buy a tent. I'm going to buy a tent. Valentine has a tent. Valentine has a tent? Does everybody get in the same tent? Oh, I don't know. What? No. <laughs> I said Valentine has a tent. I'm pretty sure I've got a tent. This tent is invitation only. Oh my god. I don't, I'm good. I just um, hop up in a tree and sit cross-legged. I don't need to sleep, so. It is a two, it does say it's a two-person tent, though, for what it's worth. Slumber party. <laughs> <laughs> 
Where does Brom stay? Brom has a uh, bedroll, and he just sort of sleeps under the stars on a little tarp. Yeah, he does. He's an adventure man. <laughs> That's what he does. He's a good, good adventure man. Let's see. The first day passes without uh, without event, and so does the second day. Uh, and on the second night, go ahead. What do you want to do? Oh, I just wanted to remark about the stars. <laughs> to Brom? No, just in general. I'm looking up at the sky, and I'm just like, man, the stars are great. Hell yeah. Does anybody else feel really small looking up at those stars? Uh, the glitter in the sky? I mean, I mean they're, they're pretty tiny little dots of light. They don't make me feel small they're like they're like that big well you know but like there's just like a whole it's like a whole huge sky out there like my dad always said that like somebody just threw a bunch of glitter up there and it just hung out for a while and it only comes out at night so (laughs) it's pretty dope yeah that's 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 cool that's cool a lot of idiots who talk about the glitter in the sky and meditate hey it's beautiful man i'm just trying to just trying to enjoy this journey a little bit can you enjoy it silently uh, I could, but I won't, just because. Uh, I love my, my friends, and I love when they're not doing this, um, but this is a rat right now. <laughs> so maybe we should just, I'll turn in for the night. Maybe we should, maybe we should. Maybe I'll keep my opinions about the beauty of the world around us to myself. No, don't do that. <laughs> All right, night passes. I'm going to continue to use my little dice tower because it has such wonderful sounds. I knew you had a dice tower. Ready? I could hear it. Are you ready? You ready to listen? Yeah, get that oh, ASMR. Yeah. It's so nice. The fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, uh, all go relatively smooth. But on the ninth day, you are traveling along. Uh, and you notice a caravan headed the opposite direction towards you. Is it the caravan we were with? No. Can I get, can you all roll a perception check for me? Yeah. 11. 16. 12. Um, I don't know. 17. Uh, Swanson and Mika, you see this caravan and you see the, uh, you see the folks on top of it and you recognize there's white paint on the (gasps) arms. Fuck. Hey, uh, guys. That's that's a bandit caravan. The fuck? Um, quick thoughts. I have that bandit armor. We all do. You, you want to quit? Let, let's throw it on, huh? Yeah, yeah. But then they might actually ask for answers. So what would be better? To cross paths with a bandit caravan and hope they don't try to rob us? Yeah, yeah, nope. I'm not going to bother with that business. I'm putting on my... Am I putting yeah. on armor? I'm putting on insignias, like ripped off insignias. I don't want to put on armor. Oh well, yeah, it was just like we took like parts of the, the white arm things or whatever. When you gathered uh, gathered costumes from them, you did take yeah. some of the uh, some of the little packets of white paint. They had little packets, yeah. so we can little, smear little the white paint on ourselves. Single single use painties. Little, yes, single exactly. use painties. Single painties. single serving bandit paint from yes. Uh, Johnson and Johnson. And Brom doesn't really know what's going on, but it's like we're just like spaining his arm while he's not paying attention. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Brom, we got a bandit <laughs> caravan coming our way, so we're gonna we're gonna band it up and try to blend in. And then we're gonna jump them. Well, we're gonna hope they don't jump us or try to stop us. And if they do, then we'll jump them. All right. So, 
some of you have put on just put white paint on your arms. Uh, others have put on the full on armor. Mika, you literally just put some like ripped off insignias on your barbarian getup. Uh huh. And some paint. Well, yeah, on my tattoos. All right. So let's do a group deception check. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. Do I that have is... advantage for having disguise kit proficiency? Yeah. You do. Not everyone in the group does though. Yeah. Twenty two. A roll, did I, is that a nat 20? Is that? I can't 18. See 13. I got a 24 and a fit, so a 24. All right, so they rolled a uh, 3 for perception. <laughs> Perfect. Stupid ass idiots. <laughs> they, uh, they like wave over to you. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. How's the family? The, they're great. Oh, good to hear. They're, uh, they're honeymooning in, uh, Wait, honeymooning. Oof. They're they're uh they're vacationing on the Dragon Isle. Ugh, oh, it's great this time of year, I hear. Yeah, just lovely. All right, you do you. Bye. See you later, guys. <laughs> and you have uh, you have convinced the bandits that uh, you are also bandits. Ah, oh, that oh. that was some teamwork, guys. Well done. Well done. All right. Uh, the last day of travel passes without incident. As you begin to traverse through the mountains, uh, you notice that the largest among them begins to tower over you. Oh, uh, during shit. During the day, you don't even see the sun until mid-morning because of the shadows it casts. Uh, in the evening, the red mountain glows like lava under the rays of the setting sun. And on your final day of travel, you head towards a large iron gate crafted directly into the side of the mountain, glinting in the sun. As the four of you approach the Great Red Gate, uh, you notice that there's a small imperial encampment uh, right outside, and you hear the clangs of swords and a couple of shouts of anger. There's a fight going down? There is a fight going down. Are you sure it's not training? You hear the sounds of a conflict going on. Uh, you hear the clanging of swords, and you hear yelling. Uh, so there's definitely there's a fight going on near the bottom of the gate. Uh, I think we should, should go peep that out. This is in front of the gate or, like, inside the gate? Uh, just in front of the gate. The gate is closed. Okay, okay. So There's we literally we, we a just approached foot the tall door built into the side of the wall, or built into the side of the uh, mountain. That is a big-ass gate. Well, bigger fish to... Well, not bigger. More important, impending fish to fry. <laughs> You killed it! You nailed it in the end, Noah. So as as you all cross through the Imperial camp, uh, in front of you, you see a skirmish in progress. Uh, two dwarves wield mining tools against six Imperial guards, with another three dwarves and a guard lying dead on the ground. Oh. Do they look possessed? Uh, uh, go ahead and make a religion check? Arcana check? Arcana? You can make Arcana for that. Uh, Fifteen. You don't seem to note any signs of possession. You are also a long distance away from them. You're about 100, 100 feet away from the conflict. Can can we sneak up closer? Yes, you can sneak up closer. Uh, however, combat is happening. The guards are currently throwing spears at the remaining dwarves. Um, four of the guards are going to get the, the chance to roll as you are approaching. That one's going to be a hit. That one's going to be a hit. Uh, a miss and a miss. All right. So uh, each of the two dwarves gets stuck with a spear. One of the dwarves takes seven damage and falls to the ground dead. Uh, the last dwarf, uh, the spear hits it in the leg, 
Uh, and he turns and he shouts and he uh, he picks up his pickaxe and he starts running. Uh, go ahead and roll Away? initiative, everyone, for me. Uh, no, he's running towards the, the guard. Oh. All right, I got 12. 16. 21. I rolled a 20. Well, fuck. Brom turns and says, what should we do? Well, I don't really know what's going on here. I don't know who's the good guys or bad guys right now, so I'm not really sure. Uh, he turns to Mika. Let's save the little tiny dude. No one deserves a spear in the leg. Really? I feel like you've given lots of people spears in the legs. Also, I mean, we have to pick a side. I want to pick a side where more murder will happen. So killing one dwarf. That's more like you. I was about to say. But also we should consider if... If they're possessed, that could be why they're fighting in the first place. Yeah, so that's my we might theory. be in the wrong. See, I don't get into that whole nuanced stuff. I want to murder. Let's go. Uh, <sighs> I don't know, guys. I feel like I'm, I'm... Plus, I'm talking to Brom. What you fools interrupting me for? So Brom's going to pass on his turn, uh, which is going to give it to Trex. I'm also going to pass, guys. Like, I, I can't in good conscience attack any of these people without knowing what's going on. Oh, okay. I, I will do that for you. Don't you worry. Mika... What? If, we'll sneak. If, we'll sneak. We'll sneak up. I'll sneak up with you. I have pretty good stealth for a barbarian, and we want to make sure you are rogue. Now, look. Forever. How about this? How about this? How about maybe we try to break up the fight and see what happens, and then if somebody attacks us, we'll just fight back. Okay. We'll try it your way, and when you fail, then we'll try it my way, and we're gonna kill the guys with the most guys to kill, which is the Imperial Guards. Right? Right? How about that? Well, how about we'll just see. All right, so Mika, okay. it's your turn. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, what did you want me to do? Jump between the two nearest guys and just like push them apart and say, "Break it up!" Or I'll break you. Okay, I want to do that. <laughs> All right, so I'll give you that you were able to get within uh, fifty feet of the fight. Well, I'm going into a barbarian rage. All right, that's conducive for peace talks. <laughs> <laughs> I never said I was a good peacekeeper. I said I would try it. All right, so you want to run out like 30 feet, so you're close to them, and then you're going to use a, a charisma check or a persuasion check? I want to use an intimidation check. All right, go for it. So she's, what, like 70 feet away still? No, no, no. You got you got to within 50 feet while oh, okay. that, that little round of combat was happening, while the second to last dwarf died. Okay. Can I, can I do my thing now? Yes. Okay, so I run 30 feet, 30 feet, 30 feet, and... Yell, break it up or I'm going to break you. Scarily. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll for intimidation. Uh, I rolled a 21. As you yell at them, the guards all turn uh, and they, they lower their spears. Uh, and this, uh, this dwarf fella, he turns and he sprints away from everyone, working his way into the hills. I turn and yell back to Swanson, your stupid plan worked. Yeah. Thought you it might. A, uh-huh. But you owe me a murder spree. Ah, uh, fine. What a weird thing to be saying in front of normal people. I turn to everybody else and I say, I, I don't owe her shit. I'm not, I'm not going to owe shit. <laughs> she doesn't get to murder everybody. Yeah, I don't think we should be owing murders no. to people. We don't owe murders. We, don't, we owe murders to no one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's go and see what's going on up here. The remaining guards, they turned to you and they said, they attacked us for no reason. Wait, you can't let that one go. Yeah. Uh, Anybody want to chase him down? That's no. what I was about to do. Raise your I hands. Don't. I do not. And Scott, you Here and you I go. both double dash. Mario oh, shit. That's style. right. So you're double dashing after him. Uh, so he took a dash action following Mika's 
intimidation. So he's about 100 feet away from you at this point. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to just double dash in his direction and try to get as close as I possibly can. So you, you use essentially, you use a double dash, which gets you 90 feet, correct? I think that's right. Yeah. All right. So that's, that's all you can do in your turn is the running, but you're hot on his tail. So you're, you're 10 feet behind him. Valentine, it's your action. Okay. So I'm actually going to just use my tumbling fool to dash with my bonus action and just kind of vault over nearby rubble and, and boulders and push off towards him when I get within, uh, oh, it's a range of 90 feet. Yeah, still, I'm going to cast sleep on the dwarf. All right, go ahead and roll. That's a really good range. Uh, let's hope he has 24 hit points or fewer. Uh, he does fall asleep. Boom. Easy peasy. Well done. Lemon squeezy. All right, good job, man. That's what I did. All right, so you have uh, one sleeping dwarf and six angry guards. Oh, man. So that's a reversal. It's a, it's a Snow White joke. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I, I pick up the sleeping dwarf, and we carry back to the other, the rest of the group. Aw, that's really cute. Do we want to tie him up, or? Well, yeah, but okay. I can still I'm carry just, him. He's asleep. No, I know. I'm just making sure we're on the same page. Let's, let's just get back over there so we're all in the yeah. same place and we can, you know, quell any brewing violence. Are you talking about me? No. The captain of the guard walks over uh, to all of you and says, we we didn't need your help. You well, clearly We did. got it anyway, homie. Suck it. Got it. Oh, geez, Mika, go to sleep. Um, they uh, they attempt to grab the dwarf from you, Swanson. Do you Whoa. Allow, allow that to happen? Or... Hell no. Excuse me. You don't get to take this dwarf. Go ahead and roll a strength check for me, because they like one of the guards tries to flat out grab him out of your arms. So it's just a strength contest here. Aw, seven. Oh no. Do you have inspiration? I do have inspiration, actually. It was a nineteen from the guard. You got one of these inspiration. I'm gonna use my inspiration on this. Alright. Damn it. All right, so the guard uh, just swipes the dwarf from your arms before you even have time to think about it. Hey, um, asshole. And he uh, he brings him over to some of the other guards, and they, like, tie him up really firmly. To be fair, uh, and that's what we were going to do. Yeah. The other guards are, like, holding spears pointed towards him. Um, the captain of the guard walks over and says, what are you doing here? <laughs> what, what are we doing here? We're, what are well, we doing here? Helping you out, dick. We didn't need your help. We were doing just fine. What the hell happened here? These dwarves just came running out of the gate, and they were they were babbling and yelling, and they started attacking us. Okay, fair enough. Then you were defending yourself. That makes sense. Yes. When did this start? Is it just just now, or has it been going on for a while? This this is the first time this has happened in the hundred years that we've protected this mountain. Oh, you guys are really old. Protected from what? For, from anyone who might want to attack it. The The Empire does a lot of trade uh, with Red Mountain, and we, you know, in return, we provide some protection. We're not allowed to actually go inside the mountain. Ooh, we're doing some protection rackets over here. Is that what we're doing? Interesting. Well, Interesting. we were invited to come inside. We're still going with that? Okay. Okay, you were invited to come inside by who? The governess of Ravenwood. By a resident of Red Mountain, the governess was just helping us out. Well, you'll yeah. have to ask the wardens. Well, we will. You want to you want to point us in their direction? You're welcome to go knock on the gate if you want. Don't mind if I do. Should we hold on? We got we got this dude first. Something you should know: when they came out, they were all yelling, and they said, "You cannot keep us as slaves." 
But I promise you, the Empire has not set foot inside that mountain. What they do, you kidding me? What they do is their business and their business alone. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go up too because it's probably been a minute by now. Yeah, the uh, the dwarf that's all tied up is stirring. I'm gonna crouch down in front of him, uh, and I'm casting detect thoughts. All right. I can uh, use an action to kind of glean his his surface thoughts. Okay. I'm just kind of seeing what's going on in there. If it's his own thoughts, or if there's something else rolling around, maybe maybe two sets of thoughts, maybe one set of thoughts, clamping down on another one. Uh, and if, if I don't get enough, I can I can probe deeper, and he gets to make saves. As as this dwarf is starting to awaken, uh, he seems to like be under the impression that he's just woken up today from a long sleep. Did we free him? Is that all it takes? Is this Avengers style? You just knock people unconscious and they're free from the mind control? <laughs> yeah. not, okay with that. not two minutes ago. <laughs> today, this morning, he woke up for the first time in a long time. Uh, and so did his cohorts. Well, they're dead now, so it's why am I so excited? I don't know why I'm so excited. I didn't even kill them. You're just excited I, by death, Mika. We, I have a mini-life crisis. I mean, we kind of don't understand, but we're trying to. So like We want to um, so bad. I turned to tracks, and I'm like, Did the dwarves used to be slaves of the Empire before there was, like, some liberation? Give me a history check. Yeah, I can do that. I got expertise in that. Uh, I got a 23. So you remember that dwarves were actually the the first race to come to Tarawan. Uh, and they found Red Mountain and adored it. That giant adored. Uh, and that's where they they chose to establish a small kingdom. Um, they've they've been here longer than the Empire, and as you know it, they have never lost Red Mountain. They've never been taken over by any other powers. Hmm, so there's no history of slavery. No. Interesting. Uh, how, how's he reacting as he as he wakes up? He's stirring, and he looks around, and he sees his dead friends, and. He's like his breathing starts uh, starts going faster and faster. He's starting to hyperventilate, uh, and he looks around. And he says, "Let let me go, let me go." Hold on, hold on. We're just we just need to figure out what's going on. When when do you think it is right now? When when I I don't know. When when's the last date you remember? He thinks it's the year six hundred, and it's actually the year six hundred and one. Magic six hundred. Magic, magic 601. And magic 601. <laughs> of course. It's actually 601 M. So as opposed to AD or AAC or whatever. Oh, just okay. for magic? <laughs> for magic. It's the year 600 and M. I'm glad this goof keeps going. So so he's been asleep. He like took a long nap, but he hasn't been like out. He's essentially showing signs of amnesia that roll back a full year. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna use detect thoughts to try and maybe probe into that amnesia then, if that's a, uh, if that seems reasonable. Using the action to probe deeper uh, to find out what loops large in his mind, and he gets to make a wisdom saving throw against it. All right, so the eighteen. Oh yeah, that that he, yeah, the spell ends. So meanwhile, have we just been kind of like watching Noah just stand close to this dwarf? I've talked to, I've talked to him too. Yeah, but really creepily. 
You just like stood over him in your tights. <laughs> You're just I like crouched. looking really intensely into his eyes <laughs> for a little while. And then you like whisper a few things to him. Still standing over him, still in tights, still crouched. So I turn to the guards and I want to ask, how do we uh, talk to the wardens? We open the gate, we knock on the gate. What, what, what's the protocol here? Usually there's arranged times when caravans will come uh, to transport goods, but you could just knock, I suppose. Okay, what do we want to do, Tame? Knock or wait for caravans? I mean, I'm not just a fan of knocking on the door. I mean, that sounds pretty, pretty simple. Yeah, why don't we just knock? Okay. So what is this dwarf doing? He's just, like, chilling? No, he's, like, freaking out and babbling incoherently. Um, what do I have to roll to, like, calm him down? I wish I could roll to just fuck him up, but okay. <laughs> I'm bored. I didn't get to murder anybody. And I, you know, wasted a rage. It's okay. You didn't waste a rage. You stopped a fight. It was helpful. This it's dwarf is alive man. because of you. Because of your rage. So once again, what do I have to roll to calm him down? I mean, you can roll a, a medicine check. Okay. You try Plenty that. Nonviolent characters, they do not make this game easy for you. Um, all right. Fucking, here's some medicine. I got a 19. Noise. All right. Yeah. Uh, so what, what do you say to him? So I like, I walk up to him and I just like crouch down and I just start like, like rubbing like small concentric circles in his back. Like just like calming him down. Just like, it's okay. It's okay, my dude. Like, we're gonna figure this out. It's gonna be just fine. We'll get it. You'll get you back. Just calm down. We're on your side. Okay, thank you. Of course. Um, and he, he seems to be relatively calm at this point. So why why'd you go and attack these uh these folks then? Because he he looks around and he says, Are you with them? I'm with myself. Why'd you go <laughs> okay. ahead and attack these nice folks then? These folks, then. I don't know if they're nice. I just met them. He looks up, uh, and there's still a couple of Imperial Guards, like, standing there watching and listening. I kind of gesture, like, back up, wave my hand at them. Uh, roll a persuasion check. 13. The guards kind of, you know, they they clam up a little bit, but they turn around and they go to uh, tend to their, their fallen. The guards walk off, and he looks back and forth, and he says, The Empire's behind it. I promise you. Why are they behind? The times? I know that. I... I can't I can't God remember the last year. All I know is that I woke up today and things are bad. Don't don't you dwarves take like really like hibernating stuff sometimes? Isn't that a dwarf thing? What are you talking about? Like you, you go to sleep for a really long time. I don't mean that kind of sleep. I, I woke up with scars I've never had before on my arms and I I was exhausted. The four of us all woke up as if we'd been sleepwalking mm. you know you know what causes it I, I i lean over to whoever's near me and go so it sounds like they they were possessed but now something's breaking people free of, of this possession that affects our friend back in the city that's not what you want that's I a problem this whole situation is not what you want well we're in it so we got to figure out a way to go through it you're not wrong do you know what caused you to wake up did you run into any other of your dwarf friends who were still not you know woken up weren't woke yet in the mountain the the four of us were staying in in the same house that's all i know houses in there of course there's houses there's a city i mean i know that never mind i didn't think you'd have the same structure you know architecture anyway there aren't 
Uh, there aren't houses around. like there are in in Skymark or something. There's, it's it's more communal housing. I see, I see, I see. Let's learn more about dwarven architecture, guys. Yeah, that's what I prepared for. I have six <laughs> yeah. pages of dwarven architecture right in front of me. I'm ready for you. Hit has me. has Valentine never met a dwarf before? I've met a few dwarves. Shoving his foot right in his mouth. Dwarves like, are really rare on Tarawind. Yep. Yeah, but you just keep shoving your foot right in your mouth, like saying weird shit. You guys got houses? What the? F- you got houses? Yeah. I don't know what architecture. I didn't like. know you guys were so advanced. Had houses. Good for you. That's a big step for your people. What fascinating architecture! <laughs> my God. Look at the the arches. Oh my goodness. I can't. I you say we just go knock on the door and fuck this bullshit. Like, see what happens. Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? You guys agree? <laughs> I think it's time to go inside. Yeah. We've been outside of this gate for a while. It's it's getting weird. You mean Valentine's getting weird? Let's be real. Are you leaving this dwarf here? No. He's coming with us. He's coming with us. He looks at you and says, "There's no way I'm going back in that mountain." Why? Well, then, knock him out. Knock the, him out. Where the fuck the you head. want? Like, I will not go back into that mountain. Okay, oh. I step. Can Let I step go. up to him? I step up to Let him. Let me go. Can I try to? Can I try to charm him a little bit? Persuade him. I, I mean, you can. Charm. Sure, you can use a persuasion check, but it's going to okay. be real high. That's fine. I'm going to say my thing and then I'll roll. I'm just going to be like, "Hey, listen. I understand you've had a really tough day and you're really freaked out right now, but we could really use your help. And if you come with us, we'll protect you the whole way. You you won't come into any harm." We just need you to help us figure out what's going on because we want to help fix the whole situation. And now I shall roll my persuasion. Bless. 19. He looks at you and he says, you couldn't protect me if you tried. Well. I mean, we would be trying. That's the idea. That's how you feel. (sighs) Please just let me go. You heard the man. Let him go. There's a couple of Imperial guards who are kind of edging closer to you with spears in hand. I said let him go. Um, I just like kind of walk out in the middle of like everyone and i'm just like all right we're good now he's not a threat to you anymore he's gonna go on his way you're gonna go on your way we're all gonna stop this nonsense and then we're gonna move on on our way you see and we'll all have a great day give me a persuasion check yeah i can do that 17 the the guards all kind of look at each other uh and the the captain of the guard turns to all of you if you go inside can you find out what's happening I don't want to lose any more men, and I'm sure that, and he points to the dwarf, I'm sure that this was some sort of misunderstanding or there's there's some sort of dark magic at work here. Will you go inside and find out what's happened? Yes. I mean, yeah, we were kind of already going to do that, but sure. Because you told us to, sure. Then he can go. Uh, and he signals for one of the other guards to go and cut this dwarf loose. Uh, and this dwarf uh, nods to you in appreciation and turns and books it into the hills. Quick, quick question for the guards. Did you see another like dwarf come out here like two weeks ago? Yeah, there was a uh, there's a dwarf by the name of Gondrier. He he came out babbling some nonsense uh, about uh, poison or magic or something. Something was happening, but I mean, he was just he was rambling and, and yelling like a madman. And we we tried to to grab him, but he disappeared into the hills. Hmm. He came out through the main gate, though? Yes. All right, I was hoping there was a secret door he may have slipped out and evaded them, and we could use that. But no. 
It's just that dwarven architecture, man. We just gotta figure it out. We're going in. It's our time now, guys. It's our time now here. <laughs> what? <laughs> was that supposed to be motivational? Because it wasn't. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So what's uh, what's everyone doing? We're going to the gate. We're going to the gate. Going I've been trying inside. to go to the gate for the last 20 minutes. On that motel and see what happens. So you walk up to the gate, and who's knocking? Whoever's the strongest. Me. So they can knock loudly. Me. Yeah, go ahead, Mika. Mika's the strongest. So I take that axe dough, mm-hmm. and I bang it against the door. Metal on metal, man, it's loud. That can't be good for your blade, Swanson. So how does Swanson feel about this action? Ugh. <sighs> Swanson you know. has no say. It's happening, whether it likes it or not. Okay, so you hit the door, uh, and there's a loud metal clang, and it echoes, seems to echo deep into the mountain, uh, and this hundred-foot-tall door opens very slowly outward towards you. Oh, shit! You. Oh, shit. It worked! <laughs> I look around and jump up and down. <laughs> uh, I and just look up at it, and I say, that is a big-ass door. And uh, two dwarves in decadent iron armor step out, uh, each holding a, a war hammer. Uh, and they they look at you and they say, what is your business in the Red Mountain? We ha- have come to... I'm sorry, before I, before I tell you why you're here, I just have to say, your armor is a... It's just fantastic. Like, I, I, I admire the craftsmanship. My God, look at that. Anyway, sorry about that. I uh, they just look at you stone faced, blacksmith. Uh, you know, I like I like metals and things. And uh, anyway, getting to the point. Uh, yeah, we we came to investigate uh, the the uh, mining situation. What mining situation? The the one with uh, all the dwarves, you know, being slaves. Oh my god! We're just coming right out with it. Talk about werewolf. Follow through. Now you follow through on information. I just can't. <laughs> what was that? Do you want to try <laughs> English? It's just, Swanson, why? You, you wouldn't ask stupid Brom about his stupid werewolf attributes. Yeah, you're just going to tell these dudes why we're here? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, just making sure we're on the same page. Hey, just being forthright, man. Yeah, yep. Uh, the, the wardens look at you, and then they look at each other. And then they look at you again and say, you may enter. And they, they gesture oh, wow. into the mountain. I turn and look at Mika with a shit-eating grin. And I just say, hey, why don't you let me do my thing? Because your thing is so stupid. I, I can't believe it fucking works. My thing fucking works. And I just grab everyone's arms and just pull them inside. As the four of you enter the mountain, darkness engulfs you. Oh, that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so that is the end of episode six. So uh, we officially now have a Patreon. So if you like this episode, you like the rest of the episodes, you want to hear our after show, all that kinds of stuff, uh, you should go check on patreon.com backslash Dangertown. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Dangertown Pod, on Facebook at Dangertown Podcast. Uh, all of our art and stuff uh, can be found at dangertownpodcast.com. We're working on putting together a compendium that might be together by the time you hear this. Uh, if not, you're definitely seeing art on each of the episode pages. Uh, tell your friends about us because that's uh, that's the main way that we get new new listeners and all that sorts of stuff. Uh, and if you leave us a review on iTunes, that would be amazing. You will have our eternal love. Thank you so much. 
Uh, and we will see you all in two weeks. Eternal love, man. That like escalated quickly. This got to some intense relationship status with our viewers. Eternal <laughs> fucking love. Okay. Okay. We love these people now. It's cool. It's cool. I tell you guys I love you every day. All the time. Bethany, I wasn't talking about you. That's okay. To be fair, in, in the first episode, we said love, and you were like, mm, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> like, we literally been through this, this entire routine before. <laughs> <laughs>